to the Beautiful Game podcast. My name is Matthew Marshall and I'm joined by Tom Cundit from Portugal. Tom, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Mate, I'm very good and enjoying the Confederations Cup now. Tom, we haven't spoken since the eve of Portugal's historic win against France in the 2016 European Championship final. Let's hope we can bring the same luck to the Selecao in the Confederations Cup. Now, it's been a tournament that divides opinion, Tom, but for Portugal... It's a trophy they would very much like to win. What's your thoughts on the tournament and what it means for Portugal? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, you know, this tournament, for a lot of people, it's not really taken that seriously. They see it as a kind of, you know, second or third rate tournament. But Portugal, right from the very start, they've, and Fernando Santos, they've made it clear that they're, they've gone to Russia to win it. You know, even just looking at the squad, Portugal took their full strength squad whereas, for instance, the like of Germany took very much a second-string squad. And, of course, there's also the fact that uh, Portugal are European champions. They won their first trophy ever one year ago, like you just mentioned. And I suppose they want to keep up that winning habit. So, uh, you know, I think everyone in here in, in Portugal as well, they were, I, I wouldn't, I'd be lying if I said they were, you know, super excited about this tournament. But I think uh, people have enjoyed it so far. And as we reach the semis, especially if Portugal win that and get to the final. I think people would be pretty excited. Yeah, I've really been enjoying it, Tom. I've got to admit, I haven't really paid much attention to the Confederations Cup in previous tournaments, but obviously as a Portugal supporter and being over here at the moment, you know, I'm really enjoying all the games and following them very closely. Let's talk about the games, Tom. And the opening game against Mexico ended 2-2. Uh, manager Fernando Santos responded with personnel and formation changes for the game against Russia. What have you made of his management so far? I think a lot of people were quite surprised and even disappointed with the with the uh, the lineup he chose for the first game against Mexico. And of course, then even the performance wasn't very good at all. Really, I think Portugal were, although they were very close to winning the game, they didn't really play impressively at all. And uh, but I think Fernando Santos has shown one facet of his management, which is very different to his predecessors and especially, of course, his immediate predecessor, Paulo Bento. He was just so stubborn and chose the same lineup, you know, game after game after game. Fernando Santos has shown that he's very flexible. And if things really don't go very well or if he's not satisfied with the performance of certain players you know he's not at all afraid to mix it up and uh, he changed the lineup quite radically from the first game to the second game and I think the Portugal game against Russia uh, even though they only won it 1-0 they were very good in that game especially the first hour really completely dominated it and probably a truer reflection of that game would have been a two or three goal victory of course everyone was talking about Bernardo Silva no one could really understand why he wasn't an automatic starter after the amazing season he's had. And uh, I think that what he's shown in these two games, well, uh, one and a half games, of course, because he had to go off against New Zealand, but uh, what he's shown in those one and a half games is just really what everyone suspected. He is really such a high-cast player and brings something extra to Portugal, gives them much more balance in midfield. And I think he's very, very likely to become one of Portugal's absolute key players for 
maybe the next decade. Yeah, I have to agree, Tom. I suggested before the Russia game that there would have to be a national inquiry if Bernardo Silva continued to be yeah, left out of the right. team. It just didn't make much sense at all. But uh, no, he's certainly been very good in the, the, the game and a half uh, that you mentioned that he's played. Mentioned on Twitter that uh, his ankle is fine, so I'm assuming he will line up against uh, Chile. Let's talk about the other silver, Andre the striker, who's just made the big money move to Milan. Tom, he got a nice goal there in the, in the closing stages of the game against New Zealand. Now, he really looks to be improving as his move to Milan would suggest. What have you made of him so far in the tournament? Yeah, well, it's the same thing, is it? Our first game, uh, no one could really understand why Fernando Santos didn't choose him against Mexico, just because he's been sensational, we have to say, ever since he's coming to the senior Portugal side. I mean, his record is eight goals in 11 games, senior games. You know, that's amazing. We've got to remember he's 21 years old. And uh, one thing I really like about Silva is, unlike a lot of former Portuguese strikers, he's very uncomplicated. You know, he's maybe not particularly skillful, not particularly fast, I'd say, uh, not particularly physical, but he's got that absolutely priceless talent of just knowing where to be uh, you know, in the right place and sticking the ball in the back of the net. And uh, like I said, eight goals in 11 games for the senior side. I mean, that is just an incredible start to anybody's international career. And of course, a bonus for Portugal is uh, he seems to combine so well with Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, they really do have, do seem to have, a, you know, something of a chemistry going there. I've been very impressed with him this tournament. Like I said, it was a surprise when he was left out of that first game against Mexico. Even so, he came on in the last 10 minutes, very unlucky not to score. Next game, he was also unlucky not to score. Uh, but then against uh, New Zealand, you know, he finally found the back of the net. Terrific goal, like you said, really good individual uh, run and uh, just a emphatic finish into the roof of the net. So, yeah, I think like, like Bernardo Silva, I think... Uh, Andre Silva is a real fixture in that, in the Portugal lineup. Yeah, I was really impressed with Andre Silva the way he persists and he, his movement is very good. Tom, you know, he seems to be very, very, a very clever player, and I really like the way he 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 took on the defender there. You know, he had a couple of options with some runners out wide, and he just said, "No, nah, I'm going to score." You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, he took him on, took himself a bit wide, and then smashed it past the keeper, which will do his confidence uh, a world of good heading into the semi-final. Well, Pepe is suspended, Tom, and it looks like uh, Rafael Guerrero will miss out. He's carrying a bit of an injury. So apart from the players we've mentioned and Ronaldo, who do you think might be influential against Chile? Well, I think I was talking about Silvers, of course. I was also very impressed with the other Silver, uh, Adrian Silver, who came in against Russia, and uh, I thought he put in a terrific performance, really how Portugal bossed that midfield. So I'd expect him to play and to uh, to start and to also be quite a key player for Portugal. In terms of the injuries, of course, Rafa Guerreiro, like you said, that's going to be a big blow, him not playing. Having said that, you know, Elizeo, a lot of people give him stick. I see him quite often, you know, in the flesh at Benfica. And I think it's a little bit unfair, I think, some of the criticism he gets. OK, he's no Rafa Guerreiro, that's for sure. But I don't think he's such a bad defender as, uh, as people make out. So, uh I expect him, obviously, to come in for uh, Rafael Guerrero. Apart from that, I think we'll see what we've seen so far, of course, in the centre of defence. That's also a slight worry because uh, Pep is, again, such a great player for Portugal, such a great servant. And even this tournament, we've seen, you know, how uh, 
it's remarkable really, isn't it? When you think he's hardly played any football this last season, he just seems to be on top form. Uh, it's been really impressive. And I think in his place, I suppose, uh, I expect Jose Font to be called back. Uh, so here, probably partner Bruno Alves. Yeah, the central defence is a bit of a worry, Tom, but uh, hopefully, you know, Font and Bruno Alves can, can get the job done there. I think Sedic has been really good at right back, you know. Just, yeah. just the way he, he not only charges up the flank, but he, he's got a tendency to, to cut inside and, and create extra, uh, you know, attacking presence in the middle of the pitch, which I think is really a benefit for, for Portugal. But I'm with you, Tom. I expect Adrian Silva to start in front of um, Cavalio in the middle of the, the pitch there and Andre Gomez on the left. I don't think yeah. too many changes from, from what we uh, expect to happen, but you never know. I thought Elizeo yeah. combined really well with Quaresma in the last game, but, you know... Well, that's yeah. interesting that you said. That's interesting you say, because I agree with everything you said there. I think that would be the line-up. My only, my only slight doubt is on the left, if he'll go for Andre Gomes or if he'll stick with Quaresma, because Quaresma usually, when he's played under Fernando Santos, has played on the right. But I think uh, Bernardo Silva has shown, you know, that's really his position. And, of course, Quaresma, like you said, played on the left against New Zealand and just combined really well with, uh, with Elazil and also got through a lot of defensive work, which, of course, is not so, is not so well known for. But he did give a lot of help to Elazil. And uh, so I think that might be a, a possibility. Maybe in, instead of Andre Gomes, he may stick with Quaresma. Quaresma offers a lot more creativity and, and um, you know, just the, this combination with Ronaldo is obviously very good as well. But... Um, we'll have to wait and see what Santos does here, Tom. I just think maybe Gomez, you know, a bit more solidity um, in, a, in a big yeah. game. And he can always bring on, you know, Quadejma if he needs to. But uh, we'll have to see what Santos does there against Chile. OK, Tom, what's your expectation? Portugal have had an extra day's rest. They seem to be yeah. on an upward trajectory so far in this tournament. Chile didn't look very good against Australia. Surely everything's pointing towards a Portugal win here. <laughs> I certainly hope so. I think it's got the makings of being a, a terrific match. You know, I think Chile, from what I've seen in them this tournament, I think they're a very uh, kind of bright, attacking, interesting side, entertaining side to watch. Uh, and of course, they've got two absolute brilliant players in uh, Artur Vidal and, and Alexis Sanchez, of course, who they can cause any side in the world problems. So it won't be easy for, for Portugal. But I agree with you. I think just player for player or the team as a whole, I think Portugal are stronger and Portugal, they've got a bit of a swagger about them. You know, they're European champions and I think they really want to kind of prove to the world that that wasn't a fluke, which so much the world seems to insist on, uh, you know, presenting it as. And so uh, I think Portugal, are, uh, you know, they've, they've got the right mindset and I think they'll get past uh, Chile. Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult because there's so much bias involved, Tom. But, you know, with the games coming every three or four days and, and this extra day's rest will be really important. And Santos has been able to, to rotate his team. I think only Neto is the only outfield player that hasn't seen seen action. Uh, there's a few players for Chile that have, that have played all, all the minutes so far. And Sanchez is, did a lot of work against Australia. Vidal's played, played every minute for them. So I'm just edging towards um, to Portugal. Trying to be neutral, although it's very difficult, Tom. <laughs> oh, I don't even try, mate. I don't even try. <laughs> anyway, let's hope the best for the Seller South and Forza. Yep, Forza. Thanks, Matt. Good speaking to you.